everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Weekly Wrap. My name is Yolinda Schroeder. I'm the news editor of Farmers Weekly, and I will be telling you about all the exciting articles featured in the latest issue of the magazine, which is the 19 March issue. I will also look at some of the main stories that made news this week. This week's cover features one of the top Burbul males bred by Beverly Katz, owner of Klein Sanfontein Burbuls, on the outskirts of Caledon and the Western Cape. She was also the winner of the 2020 SA Studbook Herd of the Year Award for Other Species. Breeding these dogs on her farm is Beverly's passion and joy. She says she met her first bull puppy in 1992 and fell in love with the breed. After some early disappointment with breeding these dogs, her path crossed with top bull breeders George Fritz and Stoffel Bloom, and this proved to be the breakthrough she needed. Today, Beverly is regarded as the world's second largest Burbul breeder. Faced with increasing financial and ecological pressure, livestock farmers have no option but to become more sustainable and resilient. In the second article I want to highlight, independent agricultural consultant Dr. Louis de Passani explains that the solution can be found in well-managed felt, which also contributes directly to the health of the earth. There is sufficient scientific evidence that climate change and global warming have changed the production environment and production base of livestock farming in southern Africa. To feed more people, South Africa's livestock farmers have to increase production while faced with a major disruption of the production environment. One of the changes to the the environment is that livestock have to endure increased heat stress. Producers also have to grapple with natural resource degradation due to years of incorrect felt and grazing management. Regenerative agriculture applies practices that increase biodiversity, enrich soils, improve the water cycle, and enhance ecosystem services. The final feature article I'm looking at is on okra production. Part-time farmer Takani Mshlonga is the founder and owner of Swat Takani Farming near Tsanin and Limpopo, which produces vegetables such as okra, tomatoes and spinach, as well as broilers. One of her main crops is okra, an indigenous African food which he says has grown in popularity during the COVID-19 pandemic due to its many health benefits. Okra is also easy to grow and thrives in poorer soils. She says the okra pods must be harvested at the right time, as consumers generally prefer smaller size pods, which tend to be tastier and easier to digest. She juggles farming with her job in, in the mining industry, where she's currently involved in project coordination. Takani says that her background in corporate communication equipped her with the experience necessary to develop her own branding and marketing for her farming operation. While she now travels between Johannesburg, where she works, and Tanin every week, her dream to be able to live on the farm permanently to realize its full potential. The main news story of the week was the 2021 Grain SA Virtual Congress where Derek Matthew was unanimously re-elected as chairperson of the organization. Richard Kricher and Ramodise Moniza was also re-elected as the two vice chairpersons. One of the speakers, Dr. Justin Cho, course grain analyst at the U.S. Department of Agriculture, said strong global demand and ample supplies were expected to boost 
global maize trade this year. Indications are that the U.S. would export 66 million tons in the current marketing year, Brazil 39 million tons, whilst South African exports are estimated at 3 million tons. He added that China would probably import 24 million tons of maize, making it the largest importer in the world. China, with its rebounding swine herd, is expected to use 206 million tons of animal feed this year. Another speaker at the event was agricultural economist Dr. Johan Willemse, who told delegates that the South African grain industry was riddled with debates about the availability and credibility of market information, despite the fact that available industry information was trustworthy. Willemse said that consideration nevertheless needed to be given to introducing an ombud mechanism to regulate the conduct of role players in the market. In the next story we look at, we feature African swine fever. Following outbreaks of the disease in several provinces, government is encouraging South African pig farmers to improve their biosecurity measures and be vigilant about good husbandry practices. The most recent outbreaks were confirmed on two farms in the Western Cape. Johan Kotzer, CEO of the South African Pork Producers Organization, stressed that management of the virus was extremely important as it could lead to food security challenges if it occurred on a large scale, especially in small communities. The current outbreaks were being attributed to the movement of pigs, he said. But curbing outbreaks won't be achieved through legislation, but rather through self-learning. Small-scale farmers must understand the risk they're taking, how that risk might work against them, and that they could lose everything, he said. In the final story of the week, we look at kiwi berry. There's a great opportunity for South African farmers to enter the kiwi berry fruit market, which is relatively unknown locally, says Wouter Leroux, owner of Fresh Produce Export Company, It's So Fresh. LaRue said this was the first season for export, with the target market being Europe, as consumers there were familiar with the product. He added that the export window was very short, at three to four weeks, and New Zealand and Chile were South Africa's main competitors. Kiwi berry producer Donnie Mayer, owner of the Neuen Skopje farm near Machubus Kloof in Limpopo, said kiwi berry was an extremely niche product, with a small market, but one that was growing. He explained that although kiwi berry and kiwi fruit were related, the kiwi berry was slightly larger than an olive and had soft, smooth skin, unlike the kiwi fruit. That's it for this week. Please follow us on our social media pages at Farmers Weekly SA. Until next time, keep safe and happy farming.